you need to find what works for you. So as well as probably identifying your own definition of what is a balanced lifestyle to you. Welcome to the Rest of the Fair podcast, a show that helps to inspire and empower listeners to become the best version of themselves by bringing you engaging guest speakers who share their powerful stories of transformation and change. My name is Krista Nicholson. I'm a teacher, conference host, and women's empowerment entrepreneur. Thank you for joining us today and listening to our fifth episode. I'm excited to share with you the story of my special guest speaker today, Elodie Lavisier. She is a brain-based leadership coach and runs her own successful coaching business, Dream, Sparkle, and Shine in the UK. Improving your work-life balance is naturally linked to our values and purpose in life. Join us on this episode with Elodie as she focuses on prioritization and life balances and the challenges women face juggling responsibilities at work and at home. Thank you for joining me today, Elodie. Glad you could be here. I'm glad to be here too, Krista. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So tell me a little bit about prioritization. Tell me a little bit about... Um, how that whole work-life balance works? Well, I was thinking about that. You know, it's a good question. Um, you know, at this in this time, there is so much that we have to do. There is, um, you know, obviously we're in in this massive pandemic, and our brain keeps thinking about like the threat mode. So we automatically go into survival mode. Like, what what is it that we have to do to survive? And yes. so it's very taxing on our on our brain and on on what we actually want to do. So and it actually affects prioritization. Like. What is it that you know you you really want to do? What truly matters to you that you can prioritize? Um, so that's why we're struggling so much with prioritization at the moment because there is so much happening, so much in or you know in your day to day life between you know maybe the kids are running around and you have to work from home or maybe you have to think about the next deadline of your um, of your work and maybe it's about coming back to work and you're very highly anxious about it. How are you going to do it? Or maybe it's a vaccine questions or maybe you know so it's all of those things that makes it really really hard to prioritize at the moment well and if you were able to give some tips to somebody about how to make themselves a priority what would you suggest well the 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 thing is to i think the first thing is to go back to what does what does that mean for you like what does prioritizing yourself or you know what does that mean for you like how do you consider prioritizing yourself um it's also linked to our values, like you mentioned at the beginning. Um, and I would go back to what really matters in your life, you know, and maybe asking yourself, like, if, if all day you've been like running around and you haven't stopped, you've been sitting down for so long and you haven't taken any break, I would, I would, I would, I would say, well, what, what would make a difference if I actually stop for two minutes and I'm going to have that cup of tea where I'm not going to take my phone and I'm just going to do it or even like at lunchtime, you know, or even not even at lunchtime, you know, just like, for example, I, I've been sitting at my at my desk all day and I'm just thinking, OK, after recording this podcast, I just want to go outside for five minutes with no phones. <laughs> and I just want to, you know, just want to experience um, some some moment for myself so that my brain can actually like breathe a little bit. 
<laughs> take a little bit of time for yourself, you bet. Well, and I think it's important that we prioritize ourselves because you, like you had mentioned, it's so easy not to do that. We tend to put ourselves last, I think, a lot of times. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also we want to care for other people, which is completely understandable. And we want to put or everything that we want to do first, you know. Um, but when you think about it, if your if your mind and body and your brain are not uh, optimal, then how how can you actually you know give yourself the full expense of getting to reach your goal or even like to you know to to reach your dream or even to find your purpose so it's it's really important that you step back from the situation so that you don't get overwhelmed or even burn out at some at the end of the day and why do you think having that balanced lifestyle is so important i think you just touched upon it as far as the burnout but why else is that balanced lifestyle so important well, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so burnout is definitely one of them. So, you know, having a balanced lifestyle will obviously or hopefully help you out of, you know, preventing from burnout. Prevention is probably the best thing you can do for yourself to avoid any kind of illnesses um, that you can actually prevent. Um, uh, the other thing that I would add is probably like you, you probably might be losing even sight of who you are. You know, what do you want to become? Um, what is important to you? What's really important? So that's why it's important to have this balance in your life because then you can prioritize the right thing. Because I mentioned at the beginning, you know, we're so busy trying to do everything at once. So we, we forget the simplest thing, um, you know, like drinking water or even sleeping or listening to our partners or friends or family. So, and, and what happened is eventually we, we actually lose sight of our dream of, we lose sight of the purpose that why we're here for and what we actually want to do and, and the things that really matters to us. So, yeah, so that's, that's why having a balanced lifestyle is, is actually really important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And from a brain-based perspective, how does that all play a part on your brain as far as the whole balanced lifestyle, if it's not balanced, et cetera? Well, it's it it depends. So I'll um I'll explain you. I mean, I will we'll probably go through it in a minute. But um, in your in in your it's your ability to make decision. You know, if you if you'd like to to make decision quicker, then obviously you need to look after your your self care activities to have optimal health, uh, mental health. So if you're if you're not engaging with um, daily activities that will help part of your brain to coordinate and balance then that you're going to lose those internal connection in, in those part of your brain. So it could be fuzzy, you high level of stress, overwhelmed, burnout. So, you know, so all of those things can, can integrate um, if, if you, and you'll feel it when you, when you're imbalanced in your life, because you will feel, you know, those high level of stress or distress, as we call it, um, that will be creating anxiety in your life. So you'll definitely feel those. Mm, definitely so then what do you suggest how do we go about creating a balanced lifestyle then <laughs> good question <laughs> well I would say that everybody is different right you need to find what works for you so as well as probably identifying your own definition of what is a balanced lifestyle to you 
So, you know, I could even ask you that question, Krista, what does this balanced lifestyle looks like for you? <laughs> oh, put me on the spot. Well, for me, I know definitely a balanced lifestyle is making sure that things are in alignment as far as having enough time personally for myself, as far as uh, mental health, physical health, um, because then I believe that when you have a balanced lifestyle, then you're allowed, you can do all of those other things that take care of your family, take care of your home, take care of your work that allows you to do those things so much better. Mm, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And then it's, it's like we said, right, then you're not losing sight of um, your bigger purpose here and your goals or what's really important to you because you feel like you can maintain this level of um, of balance in your life so yeah so all of those things you know are really important and and one of the concepts that actually I, I run workshop on and I run a, a workshop in your in, in your event uh, was basically introducing this concept of the healthy mind platter which which is actually was developed by the Neuroleadership Institute, where I trained as a neuroscience um, brain-based coach. And that's basically this tool really helps you to reflect on your work-life balance and how you can integrate the self-care activity into your daily life. So it's a bit like a framework, you know, um, so you can really identify those, those key activities that really help you to maintain this mental well-being that you mentioned as well, so that you can look after your family and the thing that truly matters to you, definitely. And this, um, this platter has actually um, seven essential self-care activities. Okay. okay, so tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, okay, sure. So um, those seven activities are actually really necessary for, for you to so again, this is a framework, you know, everybody is different. And I will go back to like, really get clear on what is it that you want to get out of a balanced lifestyle. So if you engage with those seven activities every day, this will actually help your brain to coordinate and balance better. Um, it will actually strengthen your brain's uh, internal connection and it will help you to even connect with other people as well. So um, sleep is one of them. So obviously sleep is a, is a big one, right? We, we always talk about sleep and, oh, and that's super important. You bet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can't, you know, and there have been like massive um, research studies on the link between sleep deprivation and depression. So it's, it's really interesting, you know, it's definitely an active process um, for repairing and enhancing your brain performance. So sleeping around seven to nine hours of sleep every night is probably like the best that we can do. And obviously that's not easy for everybody. So you can do, um, you know, some short naps. And the, the, the ultimate or naps that you can do is about between 10 to 20 minutes. You can try that. You know, if you're feeling you haven't slept much, you haven't slept between seven or nine hours and you've only had like four hours sleep, for example. So, for example, you, you could probably say, well, I'm going to have a rest of 10 minutes. I do this sometimes after lunchtime. I feel like, OK, I'm going to have a 10 minute nap and 10 minutes works for me. But it might be that 15 minutes works for you or 20 minutes. So you've got to try it out and see what works. And what that does is is really like clear your brain a bit. You know, it gives you that it, it's, it avoids this exhaustion, you know, that mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. is around the corner. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you so sleep is one of those on the the platter so what's the next one so the next one is uh, physical time so physical time is all about exercising 
So obviously, you know, exercise, you know, increase your blood level, blood flow into your brain. And, and you also activate genes that are responsible for neuroplasticity, which is about all making uh, new neural connections throughout your life. So even if it's, you know, little walks outside, like for lunchtime or so that could work really well. Um, I don't know what you do in your day to day, Krista, but like, you know, some of the little exercise or physical times that you can yeah, integrate. Definitely. I try to. Well, I know that last uh, little while I've been working on trying to work, walk 5k a day. Oh. So I've been trying to do some of that. Yeah, you bet. I haven't done as much of it as I would like lately. Uh, I've recently moved over the summer. So that definitely kept has kept me busy just adjusting to a new house and new routine and all of those mm -hmm. kind of things. But yes, definitely making a prioritize to move every day of some kind is really important, especially I think in this time where we do spend a lot of time on the computer. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, 5k a day is, is pretty amazing, right? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a big, uh, you know, it's, it's a big target. So well done you. Yeah. I hope you celebrate that. Like that's pretty uh, impressive. Um, so keep going because those things are definitely helping. It will help to, to cut the stress hormone in your body and it, it helps to release the endorphin that's needed uh, for you to, to, for optimal health performance. So definitely. Well, one of the things that I notice with walking 5k is that I find it definitely relaxing and I look forward to going out for walks and yes it's very about that for me that mental clarity that I get when I'm outside and walking and spending out time and I think that's another huge component and I'm sure you might touch on this in a bit but that whole being outdoors I think is super important for people yeah. to making sure that they're getting outside to create that part of that balanced lifestyle too yeah, and that connection to nature, right? Uh, getting some fresh air and seeing a tree if you can, you know. <laughs> so that's, you know, even walking, I, I have, a, I'm very lucky because I have a park um, next to where I live and I can walk to the park and actually remove my shoes and walk barefoot in, you know, barefoot in the park. And that's pretty amazing because you really feel that connection with nature. And, and that's another thing that really, like, for me personally, it's, it really helped me to ground and, uh, and to clear my mind. So when I'm a bit stressed or anxious, I know that going into nature, going barefoot into the nature is actually really helpful. So, yeah. With the three pieces of advice, you want to give those to me? Is um, focus time. Mm. Um, so what I mean by focus time is, um, is being in the state of, um, of flow. And you've probably been on this, you know, when you're working on your podcast or creating your website, creating your event, you know, you'll probably put yourself into this like quality focused times that you're just in that state mm -hmm. of flow. Definitely. Yeah. It's really hard to achieve. Um, and it's really difficult because, you know, we are, we have so many distractions around us. So from your telephone or, you know, many other digital devices that might be around or even like, I don't know, your husband or your kids coming to ask you for something or even your dog or your cat, you know, so oh, you get definitely. distracted, you can come out of flow very easily. So the key is to really like try to remove any different um, distraction as much as you can, uh, so that you can at least be in a state of flow for, you know, like you, you're thinking about working on a project and you're like, okay, that's it. This is in the calendar and this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be distracted. My phone is over there. The dog can go in. I've closed the doors. The kids neither. And then you just, this is what you do. This is only what you're going to be. You, so it's a bit of 
exerting self-control, you know, to block out any interference as possible. And it's really hard to do. I, you know, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, it would be hard to do to be able to achieve that flow. I know even for myself, and we had laughed earlier because, yeah, I'm recording in my closet and I had to close two doors to get into here because then at least all those distractions are at least a couple of doors away anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that had definitely helps for sure. So if you had advice for folks, what are three pieces of advice to come to overcome any kind of challenge and find that balance in their life? What would it be? So I think, you know, I think I'll go back to like connect with your definition of what is balance in your life, you know, and really write it down. What would a balanced day look like for you in an ideal world? You know, from the time to you wake up to the time you go to bed, what would an ideal balanced day look like for you? So definitely write it down. You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to achieve that for the next day, but at least you know what it could look like. And I think the, the first step is awareness, is like to understand what actually does it mean for me. And the second, uh, the second thing is a bit like looking at, at ways on how you can improve those different activities in your life. So for example, if you need more sleep, then how can you integrate more sleep in your life? Like, can you put um, the alarm clock, clock 10 minutes later? <laughs> We're pushing people to wake up earlier, but now I'm telling you, you know, actually <laughs> push it 10 minutes later. <laughs> um, or you can go, you can, you know, go to bed earlier. Even if it's 10 minutes, I'm not, I'm not asking you to go to bed uh, an hour earlier. It needs to be incremental steps so that you can achieve that. Um, that goal um, or it might be more physical time you know so you've started to walk 5ks a day and uh, and maybe some people find it probably too much at the beginning too overwhelming so how about you start with you know 500 meters a day it doesn't matter it's you know it, it just need to be a little smaller and what can you do every day to increase this you know you can walk in the morning for example or you can do you don't have to do an hour of yoga you can do 10 minutes of yoga and so Definitely. that would help you to move your body. And then the third thing is about probably having compassion for yourself. You know, it's really hard enough to keep our brain away from the threat that we have at the moment. We're in survival mode still, you know, until, uh, well, I don't know until when, but, you know, so don't really beat yourself up if you haven't done your perfect ideal balance day. You know, you can, you, you can always do it tomorrow and, you know, you can come back to it. Um, but yeah, have a lot of compassion for yourself as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think having that clarity, as you mentioned, writing that stuff down. And one of the things that I know that I do is create a vision board for myself, like for the whole year. And I just, and, and it's just pictures about things that are prior priorities for me mm -hmm. and that I have those listed down and just working towards them. And you're right, that self-compassion when, you know what, sure, I didn't get that today, but a little bit like, so for example, even just going to the gym. Okay. I talked about going to the gym. I don't necessarily need to work out that day. Sometimes that's a success, just actually showing up at the gym that day and going, okay, exactly. I made it to the gym. That's what I said I was going to do. And today that's about all I've got. <laughs> yeah. And then it's about creating habits, right? Like you said, so Absolutely. little by little, those will build up and obviously it requires your commitment, you know, um, to make it happen, but you, it doesn't mean you have to do it fully. So like you said, you know, even if you, so for example, even if you didn't go to the gym that day, but at least you actually were in your gear, you know, you had, you had your trainers, everything was there, but you just didn't go to the gym, but at least, you know, you were dressed up to go. For myself, I think it makes it easier 
once you have those steps, okay, you're at the gym, you've put on your runners, you're already there. And it's like, you know what? I can do five minutes. I can mm. do 10 minutes. Exactly. You know, maybe I don't do the full hour while I'm here, but it is, it is those little pieces, right? And making mm. those little pieces a priority and being, and, and I think a big piece that we haven't necessarily talked about is that being organized. I heard a great mm. quote about um, somebody had mentioned, you know, you should be doing the things today that save you time tomorrow. Mm, nice. And really making sure that you have your shoes, you have all of your stuff, whatever you're prioritize, whatever you're trying to prioritize and organize, making sure that that stuff is already done. Prep is the key, I think, a lot of time to creating balanced as well. Yeah, yeah. In the book, um, you know, Atomic Habit, it does say, you know, you prepare your clothes the day before um, to go to the gym. You know, preparation is key. So you know that when you wake up in the morning, you know, I wake up in the morning, I do yoga, and I have my mats already on the on the floor. Um, so I just know, I just roll out of bed and it's there, you know, <laughs> but, um, but it's, again, it's, it's kind of like trying to, to prepare or organize yourself as much as you can to, to actually make it happen and schedule, scheduling it is really important as well. If you can schedule it in your diary, don't put, don't be pressured by it, but you know, you know, it's there. So there are more chances for you to do it. Oh, definitely. And scheduling is super important. Um, and making sure you're utilizing those things that you have, like everybody has their phone with them. So making yeah. sure that that stuff's in their phone and, and, and even having an alarm, like I have alarms that go off throughout the day that, yeah. you know, that they'll say like, you know, good morning to myself. And then like at noon, it's like, remember to drink some water. Then I have another one that goes off at one o'clock, make sure to do this. And I find it really helpful just oh, as far as good. prioritizing mm -hmm. that's really good yeah prioritizing on good on your on your good weight for a healthy life balance um krista well done <laughs> i try i try yeah. it's definitely a work in progress for sure so but uh I, and i think everybody's a work in progress i think that's important yeah. and mm. uh, and like you said that self-compassion towards um ourselves when we're trying and those kind of things because you know if if you don't, if you, you know, if we fail, there's a quote that says, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's important to make sure you have all that planning and all of that in place. Yeah, yeah definitely. And having compassion again, you're right, not to force yourself, you have to do it. You know, sometimes when things don't get done, there is also a reason something might have happened. You, you know, yeah, obviously there is, you know, things that happen throughout the day that uh, we're not scheduled. And you need to find time for them. So it's also about being flexible. Yeah. Yeah. And there are other ingredients uh, for the healthy mind platter, but you can you can find that uh, on some of my workshop and uh, definitely maybe on, 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 on your workshop that I did. And uh, and if you want to have a look on, on my website, then um, you can see when I'm doing other workshops. Definitely. Well, I'll make sure to include that in the show notes and everything as well so that everybody has a chance to be able to connect with that people can find out more information about that healthy mind platter i think that'd be really super important yeah it's a great tool it's definitely a great tool yeah oh well thank you <laughs> yeah you're welcome so thank you for joining me today i truly enjoyed our conversation i think it's always fantastic to be able to connect with you elodie that was a great conversation thank you krista and same to you
Thank you for spending some time with me today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Rustic Affair podcast on your podcast platform, including Apple and Spotify. Also, make sure to check out Elodie Lavissier's website, dreamsparkleandshine.com, and it's also included in the show notes. The Rustic Affair podcast, becoming the best version of you.